Well, hey, 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 everybody. It's Rick again. Back with another episode of Dr. Movie. You know, uh, this particular movie is one that I just found. Danny and I, over on the Hell Ming Power Hour, recently covered From Beyond, which was on Tubi. And you know how it is on Tubi. You get recommendations. Hey, if you liked this movie, you'll probably like this. Now, if you notice, there's not a lot of car noise going on because I'm not in a car. I'm actually in Pella, Iowa on a business trip. And I thought, hey, it's a perfect time to go ahead and do another episode, especially after I just watched this movie. But anyways, Tubi recommended this movie called Project Metal Beast. Now, most of you know me. Anything that's got the words metal and beast in it, I'm probably going to watch it. And so uh, I checked this one out. It's from 1995. It's on Tubi. And i just give you a little overview here. This is what it says. It, 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 it's not really a metal beast. I mean, it's kind of confusing, but it sounds cool, I guess. But it says a bloodthirsty werewolf becomes nearly indestructible after a government scientist uses it to test a metal-based skin. Yeah. It's not really what happens, but I guess in theory, <laughs> maybe that's what happens. But you've got Barry Bostwick in this, you know, kind of legendary to a degree. And we also got Kane Hodder playing the Metal Beast. So everything's pointing the right direction, right? Well, there's probably a reason you haven't heard of this movie. One, it's smack Mac. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's smack dab right in the middle of the 90s, 1995, which kind of tells you what you're getting for a horror movie, right? Uh, not a good decade for horror movies. I mean, you've, you've got some some big hitters in there, but overall, the genre was really in a, in a, in a pickle, I guess you'd say. But uh, this movie starts off, it's supposed to be in the 70s, and these black ops or out, you know, some military group or doing this special mission. And it turns out that they're chasing a werewolf. And not a very good werewolf either. It's pretty crappy looking. I think they showed maybe too much of it. So just, I don't know, rubber suit werewolf looking thing. Uh, but it attacks one of the ops, knocks him to the ground, and this other guy named, what's his name, Donald, yeah, Donald shoots the werewolf and kills it, and then he pulls out an IV that's hooked up to this box, and he's draining the blood out of the werewolf, supposedly this is what the operation is for, is to get the blood of the werewolf, so he takes the blood back, they give it to this scientist, and they're having this meeting, the scientist comes in and says, I haven't had enough time to figure out what all this can do, what we can do with it. Barry Bostwick is, is the boss of Donald. And Donald's all upset. He's like, you're taking too long. We got to get this in, in place and we got to make it work. So you're really kind of blinded to what's going on here. But obviously they are wanting to use the werewolf blood to create some kind of half-breed werewolf super soldier. You know, pure 90s idea. <laughs> so... Uh, Donald can't wait 
So before they finish all the tests on the blood, he decides to go ahead and inject himself with it. Well, you can imagine the effect. It turns him into another crappy werewolf who's running around and attacks one of the scientists. Matter of fact, the scientist, I believe. Uh, tears her up pretty bad. They end up shooting him but not killing him. And then Barry Bostwick takes him down into this chamber that he's got. And he basically freezes him, puts him in chirogenics, right? So yeah, now he has him frozen. Then the movie jumps to 20 years later. And we meet a new doctor, or a new scientist, doctor, scientist slash doctor. And she's working on skin grouse, right? Artificial skin, growing artificial skin. Another big topic of the time, right? So you're kind of mixing all this together. And she's wanting to test it out on a body and just see how it reacts. She contacts Barry Bostwick for, you know, a cadaver to do this to. And he says, hey, how about this one? And it ends up being O'Donnell. And they take him, they unfreeze him, and she grafts the skin on him. And in the process, they realize that something's wrong. And there's something inside of his chest. After they got the skin graft on there, they dig out the bullets. So apparently he was shot with silver bullets. And it didn't necessarily kill him. I guess it was gonna kill him and they froze him. You don't really get an explanation here. But they dig out the bullets and he starts coming back alive. I, I love, or let me ask you this. Do you love when these movies are so... Uh, unhip to what's going on, right? Like, they have no idea what a werewolf is. Even though they went and did this project to capture a werewolf and drain its blood to create this creature, it's like nobody else in the world has ever seen a werewolf movie, especially by 1994, or knows anything about the folklore, the removing, you know, the, the silver is what kills them, all that kind of stuff. So, I just it always blows my mind when you're making a movie about this and you have to make everybody that dumb. I mean, all the fans watching or the fans of werewolves watching know the folklore and how the story's supposed to go. But in this case, that's kind of what you got. Uh, she starts thinking some phenomenon has happened because we've brought dead, you know, a dead carcass back to life. Was it something in the skin? No, absolutely not. We all know that removing the silver brings him back. Well, come to find out, this was all part of Bostock's plan because he's an evil guy. And he's also wanting to create this super soldier, but using Donald as the super soldier. So they try to inject him with all this stuff and, and keep him calm. And it doesn't do any good. And the werewolf starts kind of taking over and mixing with the skin. It's supposedly making him a stronger, tougher werewolf. Uh, ends up killing a few people that work there at the hospital. And uh, is it a hospital? I don't really even know it's a hospital. I think it's just a science lab of some sort uh, at a military base. And uh, so you can imagine, this thing starts wrecking havoc on everything. And to be honest, when you think of the words uh, metal beast... I really doubt you think of what you see because it is a little better costume than the earlier werewolf. He really looks like if you took an orc from, you know, Lord of the Rings and mixed it with a little bit of Rawhead Rex. Uh, but 
his hair in the back, kind of a la Rawhead Rex again. Uh, he he has these quills that go down his back, but it looks like it looks like Billy Ray Cyrus's mullet. So you got <laughs> you got a werewolf orc with a Billy Ray Cyrus hairdo tearing up the place. Well, the two female doctors. There's there's one that's a doctor, one that's more of a scientist kind of thing. They're teaming up. They're big buds. And then there's this other guy that hangs out with him. I don't know if he's a love interest or what. Didn't really care. Didn't even pay, pay that much attention because he's a throwaway character. But they start realizing that the only way to stop this thing is with silver bullets. So they do better than that, right? Oh, I got to cover this first. They do have a big confrontation where the military people there are chasing Metal Beast. <laughs> and... You know, we, we all know the established story of Silver can stop him. You know, that kind of stuff. Well, in this one, they stopped him with a fire extinguisher. They basically just sprayed him, and he just kind of passed out. And they take him and strap him back down to a table. And now he's like half man, half wolf, because they're injecting some kind of serum, serum into him to keep him calm. So you get a lot of this half-face kind of stuff going on. But eventually that wears thin. He turns back into full-blown metal beast and starts wrecking havoc again. But the throwaway guy, they all realize that they need silver. So he goes back to his office and he happens to have this large coin collection and he starts melting them down. I'm, not, I'm serious. He has a large coin collection and starts melting them down. And you're thinking, okay, he's going to make some bullets for his gun. Maybe he knows how to do this. No, he does one better. He ends up making huge shells to go in a rocket launcher to use to shoot the Metal Beast. Well, you can kind of see where this is all heading. Um, they're going to have a big confrontation where Bostwick shows up, and he shoots the throwaway guy in the chest, thinking he's dead, and he starts chasing the girls. He's wanting to kill the girls and keep Donald for himself, and Donald shows up, and even Bostwick's like, hey, hey, Donald, don't worry, it's just me. Well, next thing you know, Bostwick's being thrown around and killed. I, <laughs> I have to bring this up, though. The character that Barry Bostwick is, is playing never really explains the plot here. You expect to have that evil scientist, and I was going to do this because of this, and... No, there's nothing like that. You just assume that's the story. He's a bad guy and he wants to... It's the alien complex, right? The the evil corporation that, you know, they don't have to tell you why they're doing it. They just want to rule everything by whatever force they can use. So, creating the machine, I guess you'd say. But uh, you, get this, <laughs> you get this confrontation and our main scientist lady... Uh, is hiding. Well, both of them are hiding. Both ladies are hiding. Barry Bostwick is now dead. And the werewolf metal beast is chasing after the girls. And uh, one of them ends up running right in front of the metal beast. And he's standing there. And he's coming after her. And then the other one pulls out the rocket launcher. And totally misses. Now, here's the thing. The lady with the rocket launcher is probably a good, I don't know, 30 yards away when she shoots this thing totally misses the werewolf shoots it over his head knocks out a cinder block wall 
And the bricks and stuff obviously fall on the werewolf. They fall on the, the other girl. But somehow, a piece of metal rebar from 30 yards away flies and goes through the scientist's foot. Shoe and all. And she's wearing like some, you know, pretty decent heels here. So you get the scene where she pulls the rebar out of her foot, takes her belt off of her science lab jacket, ties it around her foot, and continues walking <laughs> on the high heel shoe. And I'm going, you know, you could take that shoe off. You might be able to walk on it. I doubt it. But she's a trooper. She's going to wear that pump because, you know, that's what you do. Needless to say, she goes over to where the, the metal beast is, and he pops back up, obviously. They take off running again. And then her friend ends up having one of these rocket launchers. I guess he made three or four of these at the time. And then she shoots metal beast through the leg and the missile doesn't blow up it goes through his leg and sticks out to the side and he just grabs it and pulls it out of his leg continues chasing on and then we we got both girls kind of captured against the wall and then out of nowhere here comes the throwaway boyfriend best friend whatever he is that made the rocket launchers to begin with just pops out of nowhere and goes hey i've got another rocket and hands it to her conveniently at the right time she loads it, she shoots Metal Beast, and he blows all to pieces. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of get, uh, there's a glob <laughs> that lands on this dude's face when they're all going outside and they're all breathing real heavy because they've gone through this terrible experience. And the science lady knocks it off of his face and it goes around and it's a piece of the artificial tissue. And when they walk away, you see it move a little bit. Then it goes off. So, very, very typical. Uh, you can have some fun with this one. Would I recommend it? I don't know. I mean, if you like kind of low-budget movies that are very predictable, uh, and you, you might see something cool in this. I don't know. But, yeah, go ahead and check it out. It's free. It's on Tubi. You can't go wrong with that, right? So, that's kind of my take on this movie. Check out Project Metal Beast from 1995 if you wanna. <laughs> That's it for the show. I will check you later, folks.